Hello to everyone. We are here at the EAU TV podcast to discuss about the new section of the Sexual and Reproductive Guidelines panel on penal abnormalities and penis dysmorphophobia. I'm here, I'm Paolo Capogrosso here together with Dr. Marco Falcone. So we are going to talk about the importance of this uh, new section uh, which has been made uh, in order to give for the first time a clinical recommendation on how to manage uh, these conditions. What do you think, Marco, regarding uh, this uh, new uh, section of our guidelines? Thank you, Paolo. Well, I think this is an ambitious project. When we started, we knew the difficulties related mainly to the low level of evidence that we have in this specific field of sexual medicine. But it's certainly a kind of a necessity if we consider the increasing huge number of requests of surgery, meaning to enhance the length and girth of the penis, and all the procedure, either medical or surgical, that we are conducting worldwide. So I believe as a panel, we tried at least to give uh, a guidance for clinical for clinicians on this special issue. Yeah, basically, uh, these uh, guidelines uh, is... Uh, 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 the aim of the main aim of this guideline is to give recommendation on how to manage patients to present to our office with penile size complaint, which is uh, uh, a very a very heterogeneous topic. And uh, maybe we can now summarize in few points what are our recommendation in the clinical management of these conditions. Surely, so essentially there are several recommendations as as what to read the entire guidelines, the new chapter. But if we have to summarize the important ones, meaning the meaningful issues are full medical history, uh, a precise penal measurement in stretched uh, position of the penis, and suspicious of eventually penal dysmorphophobic disorder in all our patients, particularly if they have a normal penal size, that's extremely important. And overall, as surgical, let's say, recommendation, I would say that the most important things that we want to highlight, that most of the surgical procedure, both for girth enhancement or length enhancement, are to be considered experimental. So we need to protect our patient to consider that the level of evidence at the moment and the follow-up are too low to get to valuable conclusions. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with what Marco said. And uh, I think uh, the, the most important uh, thing of this uh, um, section of the guidelines uh, is that uh, uh, with this kind of recommendation, a physician can be uh, able to provide uh, some kind of evidence-based uh, uh, treatment to these patients, uh, which are uh, more and more often uh, uh, coming to our office because of an increasing awareness of these conditions. Uh, what do you think about the future plan of our uh, panel guidelines uh, in this uh, sexual reproductive medicine? Well, there are uh, several fields that we need uh, to explore. Uh, I am aware that you are working uh, on a new section that will be upcoming uh, the next year. So if you want to introduce this new section, it will be something very interesting from the fertility point of view. 
Yeah, the, the next year uh, we are working for the next year we are working on a new section on uh, male contraception. So this will be another huge topic which is uh, very interesting for the uh, clinical practice for the everyday clinical practice. Uh, we are already working on a systematic review on uh, vasectomy and uh, vasectomy reversal. Uh, so we will be able to provide uh, evidence-based uh, recommendation also on how to uh, treat patients who are uh, looking for uh, uh, contraception. Thank you for joining the EAU TV podcast. Thank you. See you soon. Bye-bye.